you know, I had a thought today about my argument that Sonic's supposed to be a cute character. And what people need to do is they need to go out and find a friend who has the Sega Saturn and a copy of Sonic Jam. And then what they need to do is they put it in, and there's this gallery page where you can flip through all this old Japanese art for Japanese games and so on. And there are all these cute pictures of Sonic and Tails, and it's like, here's Sonic in an air balloon. And here's Sonic and Tails in a race car. Beep, beep. And here's Sonic after a rainstorm, and there's a rainbow. You know, it's all this cute stuff, and it, it, none of the attitude stuff from, <laughs> that you see from the Archie comics. I love your voice. It beep, beep. Oh, my God, Neil. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, it's all this cutesy stuff. I mean, Clearly, none of it is inspired by the American marketing. The, the attack ads. Yeah, it, it gets better. It's like, here's Sonic and Tails looking through a telescope. And here they are at the mall. I bet they're going to buy something. And here's Sonic delivering Christmas presents. The Webcast Beacon Network has been covering and promoting creativity and the creative process since 2007, starting with the Webcomic Beacon, a topical webcomics podcast with a jovial bunch of misfits like your local morning radio show. Also, the Webcomic Beacon Newscast, recaps, reviews, and discussions of community and industry news relative to comic creators, especially of digital distribution. Also, the Tropecast, the ever-tangential discussion of literary and visual memes. And finally, Web Fiction World. Before webcomics, there was independent and self-published web-release written fiction and literature. Find this all at webcastbeacon.com. Be sure to grab a master RSS feed or master iTunes feed and not miss a thing. <laughs> oh, God, Chew. I'm glad you were able to get I'm here. I'm glad you guys enjoyed my rambling because, oh, man. Oh, you're, you're a pro. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a podcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm on yours. It'd be nice to do more. <laughs> well, I could get my friends on the wagon. <laughs> I oh, mean, well, maybe I just need to start from square one and do something else. I mean, the webcomic thing. You were good. I mean, just boom. Oh man, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot to cover on Sonic, and I mean, I'm not even I'm not even a third of the way through the comic series, and I'm not reading the spinoffs. I'm only reading the ones labeled Sonic the Hedgehog. You're not reading Knuckles. I'm not reading Knuckles. There's like Sonic Super Special. There's like these Sally and her not whole friends or whatever spinoffs. There's Tails comics, which was the infamous one where Tails is super buff. Blails. Blails. Blonic. Blonic super bleshel. <laughs> I love Blonic too because it has it has Bluckles. <laughs> Did I show you Blonic two yet? No, I haven't seen Blonic two. I've only seen the first one. Let me turn my sound back on. We've got to fight Doctor Eggman. Let's go round up the troops. Hey, your original character, Bluckles? We need your help defeating Eggman! I love Bluckles. I can't fight Eggman. I can't do anything. But he is a jerk! <laughs> It'd be foolhardy to even try, old friend. Not after the last war. They took everything I, I just, like I said, My this actually embodies the problems with Saturn with being too serious. Even the twins. Gee, Bluckles, I, I didn't realize. Don't you get it? I'm not my original character, Bluckles. I'm the actual Knuckles trapped in the real world. <laughs> Someone actually did a, a Blonic Saddam opening. Oh, no. Blonic? Blonic! 
you really move? What? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is the exact quality that Sad Am deserves. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe that RC Sonic just ran crazy with Sonic for so long. Neglect. Like, there must have been some sort of file. Maybe there was a secretary or supervisor from Sega that was in charge of watching over, like, doing quality control for Archie. But then they got transferred, they got fired, or they died, and they never replaced them. And then Archie Sonic went insane for 15 years, and 20 years, whatever. And... And then they, like, Sega happened to, like, well, like, oh, there's this dusty file over here. And they opened it, and they went, holy shit! What are you guys doing? <laughs> See, that's the thing. All, all, all the Saturn characters make me think that they're, like, the original Blonics. Like, there's all these people creating these characters that are their horse in this race. You know what I mean? But if you stuck with only the, uh, the Sega characters, you wouldn't have had that feeling of, oh, you can create your own character in this mess because this is a mess. <laughs> like, if you only stuck with the Chaotic, it's like... You know, it's really hard to create a chaotic because all these ideas are like completely weird. <laughs> like you have a crocodile and a and a armadillo and a. And the a armadillo bee. doesn't look anything like an armadillo. A bee that looks nothing like a bee. I know, so, but they look like stuff. Disney characters, you know. Yeah, um, but, I don't know. Like, I think there'd still be people who. I think there are kids nowadays who don't read Archie Sonic and just take a picture of Sonic and color him purple, and then they're like. Blonic or clonic or whatever, lonic, um, because I it, it, even if without the old characters, um, I think uh, Sega introduced that problem by having um, by having other hedgehogs like Amy or Shadow or Silver. They're like, oh, now we could just make different colors of hedgehogs. And I think there's something in the the, the Freedom Fighter formula that like encourages this thought. Well, it's it's actually the same sort of thing that My Little Pony has going on. They basically have templates, and then you just fill your your template onto this, uh, you fill what you you think is original into this template that they've created for you. Um, I still think that it's the introduction of other hedgehogs that has like it's the final nail in the coffin. Or oh my least... god! Oh my god, Neil! What? Eastman and Laird are right. What? They had this barrier from keeping any Turtles past four being created, and they were stringent about it. And think about it, how many fan Turtles were there? None. Yeah. They were right! Yep, and then Venus. <laughs> Venus the Milo. That didn't happen. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. But, but that's... Uh, but but yeah, they were right. They, very strict about, like... That, that makes sense, that they were very clear about no more Turtles... I guess they had Slash, but he was very different from the other turtles. They didn't have like a different faction of turtles with different who had used other colors of the rainbow or whatever. Um, and it 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 did cut down the fan stuff to a minimum, which is interesting because I would think it'd be the same sort of people who were in the Sonic would be in the Ninja Turtles and all the crazy animal stuff going around. But I guess it's just harder to to do stuff like that. I know. Like I said, it's just funny to me that that you know Eastman and Laird were always stringent about there is no fifth turtle. They would they would let all this other shit happen with Ninja Turtles. But if, if someone talks about well, I want a fifth turtle, they just like they they step down and like no. Oh, that makes me worry since um well for some reason 
Venus happened. And um, now Nickelodeon owns the right to the turtles. Well, they haven't done anything yet. Well, what I loved was uh, was uh, was what when they interviewed was it Eastman or Laird about the t- aliens thing, and he said if they did that, they would succeed in making any kind of turtle they wanted. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the um, Michael Bay movie that was going to happen. You know, I love the fact that you know they finished with Ninja Turtles. They're like, okay, we don't own it anymore. That's done. And there, there was that one statement of, uh, you know, just saying that for years they were trying to keep a fifth turtle from ever happening, and <laughs> it makes sense now. Now that you look at all the Blonics out there, all the Sonichus and and Bone the Hedgehog and all this other shit, and it's like, it's like, oh my God, Eastman and Laird are like geniuses. They knew that was going to happen if they didn't like gate keep it. Mm-hmm. But I guess from a business standpoint, doesn't it help? To have all these crazy people making their original characters, or tonight on the on the nightly news, uh, autistic man who is obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> has been found outside of Alyssa Milano's house. <laughs> yeah, that would really help them. Well, uh, from a, hey, if they're buying like ten of each Sonic car, uh, Sonic or Mad Little Pony action figure, then... There actually is scientifically proven (laughs) something in Sonic's design, something about the shade of blue, and something in the design that attracts an autistic mind. I think I've seen that article. I think it's just because he's cute. And (laughs) autistic kids like cute things. Like, um, he's... Like Pokemon. There's a lot of crazies with Pokemon. Or My Little Pony. It's the same thing. It's not really... I mean, I'm sure if we waited long enough, somebody's going to write an article of, like... Scientific articles about um, the My Little Pony phenomenon, and um, do, do, do. <laughs> so uh, I think there's just something about Sonic because he's still relevant. Like so, like no matter how much Sega and Archie have tried to poison his franchise, he's still relevant. He still survives. Well, that's the thing. They they create this shit, and people are like, "Please, sir, may I have another?" And, yeah, and they keep on, they keep on the. Uh, Making it worse and worse and worse, and 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 people are like, oh, this is the best thing. They should make a movie, and they make should make it out for this. You know, you know, do about the Antoine Sally wedding. It's like no one's gonna know who Antoine or Sally are. <laughs> no one would. Oh, oh, I believe that somebody made that, that argument, but I. Oh, why? Oh, Neil told me that there is a live action Sonic movie starring JL White. Yeah, there is. What? There's a fan made movie, and they I got need to see this movie. now. I did not see it. I was wrong. It was announced on Screw Attack a long time ago. Send me the link. Oh, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I hope it's not worse than the lost ones. <laughs> oh, Kim Fenders is insane. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Don't tell me they're making a Kickstarter. Hi, Eddie LeBron here. Um, you might know me as the director of the fan film Mega Man. See, pretty box art. Two That's right, he made a Mega Man fan film. Uh, very oh, no. Is he gay? Um, I don't know. What I'm doing today he, he's moving very effeminately. Well, making my big announcement. I made this announcement at SDC Tony Randall was effeminate. So, um, I haven't made any formal announcements. I haven't discussed much of it. Uh, but here it is. Because of uh, copyright. The announcement trailer in which... Robotic yes, systems. That's almost as bad as Flying Island film. Productions. And this is the lowdown. Um, we're six weeks away from shooting. 
Uh, and all the pieces are coming together, a script that's, uh... That, that takes the best elements of the game and also elements from the comic and the show <laughs> and creates something that can exist in, this re in, 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 in our world without being overly overly. There realistic. is no footage. What is this? This is a tease. Sonic yeah. is going to be. A I told you CGI it was character. not. It was not yet finished. We actually have seen the CGI. Yeah, this was announced a long time ago. He's done nothing. Amazing. And now comes the voice. Who's voicing him? Uh, it's funny because back at uh, SGC. Someone yelled out, Are you going to get Jaleel White to uh, voice Sonic? And I laughed it off. And over the course of a few weeks, a series of events led to Jaleel White signing well, with us to do the voice Jaleel of Sonic. White is the voice so of Sonic. that is our first big Jaleel, announcement. No. <laughs> Jaleel White, the first he did that. voice Sonic in America, is he did that. voicing Sonic in this No need to ask. Film. So thank you for watching the announcement of the Sonic fan film. Uh, oh, I know uh, he's a voice of Sonic. Sonic. I can't believe that this guy actually info. like contacted him and, and got him uh, to sign on. The next video but yeah, back to Sonic comics. Are you gonna just continue reading Sonic comics? You don't have to. You know, you can stop. I know. I know. I don't have to, but um, it's kind of on a dare by my friend who made it through a couple. He made it farther than I did, and I have to at least try and match him. So I don't know. I slowed down because um. The comics got worse, the art got worse, and there's way more text than there used to oh, be at the beginning. Oh, wall texts? Oh, yeah. There's literally, I feel that there are literally issues where um, it's nothing but exposition. Like, it, that's the entire issue, is just talking about Well, we've seen that things. lots of time, haven't we, Neil? Yeah. People get on my ass for having, like, a couple pages or a couple panels. How about entire issues? Ugh. <laughs> I just love how it's a clusterfuck, and, and and people love it anyways. It's some sort of Stockholm syndrome going on. Oh my goodness, Sonic doesn't love you. Sonic never loved you. Took the kids, including the twins. That was my favorite part of the video. Well, who was that, Shaq? I think so. Or, that was wait, that Shaq? was. Shaq or... Yeah, that was Shaq. That was gold. Even the twins. Oh, there was a... Neil, who's the name of that one internet reviewer who reviewed nothing but Sonicsbergs? Oh, I don't know. That was a long time ago. It was like the black... Yeah, he got only partway through, uh, through Sonic and never finished. What was it, like the black something critic? Oh, I don't know. Really? Oh, there's, there's a guy like that... Um... No, his his whole thing was reviewing Sonic Spurks. That was his whole thing. He Blackbuster Critic. Yeah, his his show is Blackbuster Critic Sonic Brain Farts. He reviews nothing but Sonic fans. He reviews Sonic fans. Uh, why would you do that? I I just have to say it again. This is a guy whose whole review show I know is reviewing Sonic Fans, they really review shows about anything now. Well, I, I have a theory that you know, if you if you think of it and then search for it on Google or YouTube, you'll find it. That's why I stopped doing that on Google. <laughs> <laughs> because you think you're almost birthing them in existence by just searching them. It's almost as if that's what's going on, but I know that can't be what it is. I didn't even search for this. I just found this by accident. Like there, there was a time where I was like, I bet there are people who believe that the earth is flat and I'd, and I'd click it in and I'm like, yeah there's a flat earth society how about that and they have multiple chapters 
around the world. But the curve of the horizon, <laughs> like, how do they explain that? I, they do have an explanation. It's a bad explanation. But I, it's not worth even arguing with them. Yeah, it's you can't win because they've already decided what they want to believe. So what's the point? I think it was like on Penn and Teller. Or or something where they said that smart people will believe a dumb thing and then be able to argue for their dumb thing. It, oh God, this 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 Sonic guy is, is is doing a video where he says Silver the Hedgehog is moving in with him. Yeah, I hate to say this, but you know, fan-made Sonic characters go all the way back to the original games. Go back to where? To the original games, like there there was a Sonic. Fan character that was that was based on a glitch. There was a there was a green Sonic glitch, and he was nicknamed Osura the Hedgehog, and that's the first one that I ever knew of. And I'm like, oh my god! But you know what? That that's still contained. It's yeah, I suppose. Nah, I I disagree. I think that um there would be people making fan characters for whatever they want. Just look at uh. John Milton's Paradise Lost. That's basically Bible fan fiction. <laughs> Dante's so, Inferno. Yeah, fan fiction. <laughs> it's just it's it's just a matter of what really takes off and what doesn't because I don't know the fan character for whatever reason like the fan care number of fan characters for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is not as insane as Sonic. Blonic. Blonic. I love how Ken Penders is the original Blonic. You know what that reminds me of? A while back, when I was still on my search of I Bet This Exists, I said, <laughs> I bet I bet that there's Bible porn fan fiction. And I searched it, and it exists. <laughs> I was like, yep, the world yep. is fucked up. Yep. You know, it gets worse what? than that. What? There is that guy with the glasses fan fiction. I know. There's that guy with the glasses yaoi fan fiction. Mm, with himself? Or his brother, or Spoonie, or Angry Video Game Nerd. The answer is probably yes. <laughs> All of the above. Spoonie's my horse in the race, by the way. You go Your to horse jail. In the race? Yes. <laughs> the old I have a standing bet with several people of which one of those guys is going to go to jail first. You want to be on the bet? Well, who who am I able to pick from? Any of them. Well, who I don't know. Like Spoonie, is he included in? Uh, oh, Spoonie that, is included. I have ten dollars on Spoonie because his brother is a cop. He has clinical depression and he has bipolar disorder. Because wow. his brother's a cop, that means there's a gun in the house. Hmm. So, and then the, the rest of the crew would be anybody from that guy with the glasses. Well, any internet spurg who oh. claims a high viewership. Somebody crazier than Spoonie, huh? Neil has a bet on Doug Walker. I don't know about Doug Walker. I don't think he'll get arrested for anything. Why do you think he'll get arrested? You know, I don't even remember what my reasoning was. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Don, my friend Don has a bet on Amazing Atheist. Oh, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Amazing Atheist. What's their... Uh, he's the guy who uh, is a pedophile. He was oh. a distressed, distressed watcher. He he got ejected from that guy with the glasses dot com. Mm, for being a pedophile? No. Oh. They didn't even eject him when he uploaded a video of him sticking a banana up his ass. Oh my god. What did he do to get kicked out if that was okay? He 
he he did like the top ten gayest eighties music videos. Oh. And they're like, you can't use the word gay. That's pretty bad. But the banana up his ass was okay. <laughs> what happened was the trolls pretended they were a 16-year-old girl and says, hey, it would really turn me off if you send me a video of you sticking a banana up your ass. Oh, Jesus. That reminds me and of... And the thing uh, is, he goes by the name Amazing Atheist. So so there was there's this whole gosh. thing where uh, a creationist made this ill-fated argument about the banana being proof of God, even though the modern bat banana is cultivated and bred to be the way it is. Yeah. And so when people, when, when atheists used to make jokes about the banana guy, now creationists can say, well, funny you should say something about the banana. <laughs> <laughs> and now it feels like, but, uh, oh, God damn it, you ruined our joke. But it wasn't just it wasn't just one guy. You're talking about Ray <laughs> Comfort. Yeah, Ray Comfort has a lot of bad arguments. But there was also, there were a lot of creationists that had like weird banana themed arguments like like i said i just he ruined the the banana for you yeah because every time every time someone would rebut the banana argument there would always be the token sexual joke like what is your fascination with bananas and things things of that nature fitting into your hand easily and now you can say funny you should mention that there's this amazing atheist guy who found another place to stick a banana yeah and (laughs) well the uh the that reminds me of uh tim Buckley, who uh, sent a picture Junk. of his dong to a long, young Yeah, girl. Tim Buckley's another asshole, but, uh, but Amazing Atheist also did this video where he said anybody who says that they were molested as a child, they should just suck it up, and he claimed he too was molested, and then he said, no, I was never molested. And by the way, this still wow, didn't I get... can't think of anybody who can rival these by people. By the way, still didn't get <laughs> kicked off of that guy with the glasses.com. Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't Spoonie get kicked off, but then now he's still okay with them again? He got or kicked off for, for a rape joke. Yeah. And he made like a radiator joke or something. like. Yeah, he, he made a red-letter media joke. Yeah, but I looked at his stuff recently, and it looked like he was still okay with them. So I don't know what's it's, going on with that. It's not a real corporation. You know, you know, yeah, uh, you know that's, It's basically a web you know, Channel Awesome is not like a real company because it's not a company. It's like a web it's like a web ring, but yeah, that's that's who our bets are on right now. Do you do you have a bet? I would have to think about that because I can't think of anybody crazier than um, I can't think of anybody who's like sitting on a box of dynamite as bad as um, Spoonie or uh, or well, amazing atheist. But I don't know anything about them. Like I can't think of anybody that crazy. I don't think Doug Walker is insane. I think he's just got opinions that i disagree with and uh angry video game nerd is very mild mannered you can tell like when he's not in character but that's not so. going to stop his movie from sucking Aww. yeah our john k episode went up and lots of people loved it i the, the plug my duck was like this was a great episode guys what was your what is your stance on john k i didn't listen to that episode on on ren stimpy uh john k in general or ren and stimpy he is a mad genius with with oh. with Problems talking to other people. I think he has Asperger's. <laughs> I think yeah. John K has has talent and some good ideas, but he's also in fucking sane, and I don't like his aesthetics. Like I don't, I'm not on board with his idea that everything needs to look hideous. Yeah, he he has this thing where he has a lot of cartoons that he doesn't like, and I don't think he has a very good reason for not liking them. I for love example, that Animaniacs. I love that. Sh- I, I watched the episode with George Looker. Yeah. 
And that's where that live action Ren Stippy picture is from. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I was just looking for for uh, for screenshots. I'm like, oh, that has got to be the screen, the the post image. Like I said, I just love it when when John K does that. He just throws in a live action shot that just sort of messes with your brain. <laughs> because you're going in, you're going into to to a cartoon. You're expecting nothing but animation, and then all of a sudden, live action shot. It yeah. does mess with your brain. You say yep. it doesn't, but it does. Yeah, I like I like the Ren and Stimpies that were kind of uh, the early ones where they were kind of emulating old Hanna Barbera, like in the army or whatever the title of that one where they were uh, where they had to put up with the drill sergeant for the whole episode. That was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> or fire dogs, or any any of the stuff that looked like 1960s Hanna Barbera. I love those episodes. But yeah, it's you're you're right. The the Billy West voice is very obvious to me now. Yeah, I can't I can't quite put my finger on it, but he he has this way of doing Ren's voice where he's it doesn't sound right. He sounds you know what his his Billy West's natural speaking voice sounds more like Stimpy than Ren. It does. It's because he's he's in that. He's in that. Uh, he's in that range where he can do. Uh, you know, the Philip J. Fry voice sounds more like Stimpy. Yeah. Does that? It does. And so it's like, so he's playing Ren, even though he sounds like, oh my god, my brain broke. There are episodes where they're screaming at each other and they start they start to sound alike. <laughs> but am I? That's the thing, you know. I was thinking, did Neil say he plays? Ren because Billy West sounds like Stimpy, and that, that, that's just weird to me, man. Yeah, you gotta you gotta track down one of the episodes where they where games had to finish an episode for Spumco, and they and it's got Billy West and and uh, John K doing Ren's voice, and the switch off is really obvious. Is it like the animation switch off in Tiny Toons? <laughs> Something like that. Oh God, that was bad. Chew, are you still with us? Oh yeah, I'm listening. I just don't have much of an opinion about it. It's not the kind of a cartoon that appealed to me as a kid. So. What do you have opinions on, anyways? We love talking to you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, I have an opinion about the vision of Escaflowne. <laughs> that came up recently. Oh, that's one of Kitty Hawk's favorites. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that'd be bad. I don't want to like argue with her. I. I my stance on Vision of Escaflowne is it's an amazing budget blown on the dumbest characters and stupidest story. Like the cat girl? The cat girls, the intensified luck blood, the the fate changing machine, the fact that Tommy's a bitch who lies. <laughs> Just the op- equal and opposite reaction chamber that Falcon ends up killing himself with. It's really stupid stuff. But the uh, that sounds is- more like a plot of Star Trek than Escaflowne. <laughs> That's what happens in Escaflone, though. Have so, you ever seen it? so, so we learned that in Escaflone, uh, uh, Sir Isaac Newton is the is the deadly son of a bitch in space. Yeah. The equal opposite reaction chamber. It's, yeah. Have you ever watched Escaflone? I saw the uh, episodes that were on uh, that they aired on TV, the bastardized version. Mm. Yeah, Isaac Newton is the head of the evil empire. And, um, yeah, it actually is Isaac Newton, like that Isaac Newton. That's who it is. Um, and near the end of the series, um, if you don't mind spoilers. Um, so, so wait, so wait, Sir Isaac Newton, 
the one who wrote about inertia and gravity on our Earth is the bad guy in Escaflone. Yes. That's all kinds of fucked up. Yes. I'm not kidding. That is more cracked up than the ending to the Mother series. Okay, let me rant a little bit about th- things that happen in Escaflone. The, the evil empire has a uh, a fate changing a, a, a machine called the fate changing device. Yes, it it changes fate. So they use it by having um like a bad guy and a cat girl kiss each other. So one of the good guys will kiss the main character girl and make the love triangle like a lean one way. So the main guy character will be sad and jealous, and because he's sad and jealous, he and the main character girl won't be hanging out, because when they hang out, they're super lucky and are hard to, to fight and kill. So there's this long, drawn-out sequence where they use this device to make people kiss and make the main character sad. And then uh, for added insurance, they infuse these twin cat girls with intensified luck blood, which makes them very lucky and hard to hit when they're fighting. Yeah, that that happens. I'm not making it up. I'm not even exaggerating for or using hyperbole to make it funnier. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> and that's not even all of what's wrong with this series. But the thing is, the animation is great, like amazing for a 90s TV anime series. And the soundtrack is great. I love the soundtrack. But it's so stupid. So stupid. They they basically came up with all the popular 90s tropes in anime and were like, cat girls, put it in. Giant robots, put it in. They're, they're on the moon, put it in. Uh, I don't know, history. Isaac Newton, get in here, go on. Angel wings, go. Uh, this guy's sad, so he has... Blackwings, dragons, do it. You know, transforming robots, go. Swords, yeah, put it in there. You're on the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened is, like, when I watched it as a small child, it was back when the only way to get anime was to, for me, was for my older brothers to get, like, a bootleg VHS from his high school friend. And then we watch it, and it seemed totally badass. And my brother commented that it was really neat that each each episode ended with a cliffhanger and would make you want to watch more. And that was really cool. Then years later, I, I was in high school, and I was in the in the days of Napster, and I'm like, oh, I want to watch Escafol, and I, you know, I from that show from my childhood, let's find out how good it is. And I I made it through the whole thing. And then I as soon as I stopped to think about anything that happened in the series. The only thing that came to mind was what the fuck. So it was another it was another sad am all over again. Sort of, but I don't have any uh, nostalgia for sad am, and at least the animation is great and it's great music. Um, I I I propose to my friends that if we're ever like together in an extended like meetup or hangout or party and we're just drunk all the time, we should watch Escafone because it's easy to watch because it's very well produced, but it's so stupid. Like the writing and the dialogue and the characters are uh, unbelievably stupid. That it would it be a, a roaring good time. Ouch. Um, and I'm like, I I would I don't want to like be down on anybody who wants to enjoy it, but I would be interested in hearing Kitty Hawk's side of it 
Oh, I was rewatching some old video game related videos on YouTube uh, the other day, and uh, there's this one video series called Video Game Takeout. It's a guy who reviews old portable games, and I was watching it, and it, it, he has this title graphic, and he says, Art by the Chew, and I'm like, oh, I know that person. <laughs> oh, Neil, what about the gaming rapist? Oh, don't remind me of that guy. Who who called his buddy the happy console gamer. <sighs> you just got to rub that in, don't you? I find a nice guy on YouTube, the, the happy console gamer. He's like the nicest guy, and one of his shitty friends or followers or whatever this guy is decides to become the gaming rapist. Yeah, he has, a show, he has a show where he reviews games and he calls himself the gaming rapist. His character is a rapist. That's that's, that's the stick. That's that's the skit. That's well, awful. he changed he changed it to the welfare gamer. Now he's still homeless and looks like a rapist, but he removed all the rape jokes. Most of them. Most yeah, most of them. He kept some of them in there. And I love how he was bitching about how laggy Double Dragon Two was, and and then they're like, and then it's like, it's because you're on an emulator. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love that Ren and Stimpy. That that still boggles me that 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 Billy West was Ren, not Stimpy. No, he was both of them. Oh, what? Oh, I I didn't know that you didn't understand that. Yeah, Billy West was Stimpy, and season three and onward, he was also Ren. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, because I was going what? Yeah, I was like I I couldn't figure out what you were getting at, and. Okay, now you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Now it makes sense? Yeah, now it makes sense. Oh, God. So, yeah, you had to pick that angle for Payorth, huh, Neil? Oh, yeah. Well, you know me. I think she has the best design of all the, all the goddesses. Well, of course. <laughs> because she, she has, like, that leather thing that's all strappy and stuff that's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a Kingdom Hearts accessory, but it looks so good. <laughs> Neil hates Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I, I don't. I tried playing it and I'm like, this is this is sloppy. Is part of the whole thing, you know, the 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 uh, the, the Disney characters with the Square Enix characters sort of mess with your brain a little. No, it's not that. It's that when I get into a into a battle, um, the camera is really close in. I can't really see what I'm doing. And meanwhile, Donald and Goofy are like going through my through my inventory way too fast. Like, oh, somebody got hit. Here's here's a here's a I don't know, whatever heals you, and they just keep doing that. I'm like, I just bought this. So what Donald and Goofy use your inventory items. Yeah, yeah, they're computer controlled, but they can but they can use your inventory. They they heal you and do other stuff. And even I, if you don't want to be healed, even if you want to like take the hit because you know you can win the battle in the next round. Yeah. Oh, that's bitch. Yeah. And that's when I stopped playing. I'm like, this this is terrible. Who would program that? Square Enix. Oh, that sucks. So, the Final Fantasy OVA, what's that about? Uh, all I know is that it's a sequel to Final Fantasy V. Unless there's another one that I'm not... So, so wait, wait, wait. They released the OVA here before they released V. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, remember... They, they released the Fire Emblem anime, too. And we didn't That's get Fire true. Emblem until the GBA. Yeah. I got to say one thing. Sonic Advance is a great game. Yeah, it is. So, so Sonic Advance too. Yeah. 
I like Sonic Colors. <laughs> Sonic Colors is very nice because the only friend that Sonic has there is Tails, and they're just go- doing goofy Saturday morning cartoon stuff. There, no, there's no real serious plotline, no angst. What I love Dark was, Gaia. What I love was. Uh, I was, I was watching Sonic Generations, I was watching a playthrough, and someone says, Dr. Robotnik, and he says, I haven't been called that in years! <laughs> I, I just love the, it, it's that goofy cuteness with all the characters you have, all the chaotics show up and say, gee, thanks, Sonic! And it, it, it's not trying to pretend that they're in this epic war. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're just having a picnic, and then all of a sudden, space and time ate them. Yeah, it's uh, I haven't played Generations yet. I plan to, but uh, Colors is like that. It's very, it's very lighthearted. It's is Colors where they have teams? Oh, co- no, Colors is on the Wii, and it's it's you only play a Sonic. They, there's these little cute aliens that are power, basically power ups. Which one is the one where Sonic turns into the werewolf? Unleashed. Which one is the one where Sonic is a knight? The Sonic and the Black Knight. <laughs> Which one is the one where Sonic actually gets to run? <laughs> hmm. Sonic 2. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sonic 1, but... <laughs> but, because isn't that funny, you know, Sonic, he's a knight, he's he's a werewolf. Wasn't that very Twilight princessy? Yeah, I actually, playing Sonic Colors, I'm thinking it's very Mario Galaxy. Galaxy E because I, I feel like they were inspired, but it's not a bad game. It's not this, even the same kind of game. It's just the, uh, the the decision to put it in space, and so kind of the some of the music cues are very um, or- orchestral. Yeah, a lot of orchestral music in like the menus and stuff. What about the uh, what was the one where you have like each you know you have Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails as a team, and Tails is flight, and Sonic is speed, and and uh, Knuckles is power, and you have other people or teams just like that. Like there's a team where, where Amy is speed and Biggs power and Sonic Heroes. Yeah, yes. Sonic Heroes. Where they actually used Big the Cat. Somebody did an awesome ROM hack of Sonic 2 where they put that that mechanic into it, where you play as Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles all at the same time. Does it? Do you like that mechanic? It actually works for Sonic 2. Ah. I've never, I don't, I've never played Sonic Heroes. I'm surprised they made it for Sonic 2 and not Sonic Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yeah, that would be awesome, too. Well, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, if you have a second player, they can play as Tails and they can actually carry you to areas. Mm-hmm. Well, can't, yeah. oh, I guess Tails can't do that in 2. Oh, well, they, they hacked it so that he can. They What they did was they took the, the character models from 3 and put a, put them into. Because there is a character model of Tails carrying Sonic hand you know, hands linked. It's it's actually quite awesome. That's actually one of the boss fights in Sonic 3 is that. Oh yeah, I love Sonic 3 and Knuckles. It's one of my favorite games. But uh, I forgot that you couldn't do that in 2. Yeah, Tails can't even fly in Sonic 3. Well, the computer can make him fly, but you can't. And I just remember playing that and thinking, that is so stupid. It's so obvious that he should be able to fly. Well, the when they first introduced Tails, Niles, Prowler... Miles whole Prower. Prower, pardon me. The pun with his name is that the way you say his last name in Japanese would be per hour. So, miles per hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. They actually used the, the Miles Tails thing in an episode of Adventures. Because that's how Sonic uh, knew that they were aliens, not Tails, real parents, when they called them Tails, not Miles. I'm, I'm surprised I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so they actually used... 
continuity from the game in a cartoon, so. <laughs> but yeah, when they introduced Tails, his big thing was he was the second hit. That was his mechanic. He's the second hit. He's the, he made the boss fights easier. Well, what you could do is you could you could basically just play as Sonic and dodge and just have Tails attacking the boss because because Tails can't die. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what kind my, cheap friend, that my roommate and I did, but they took Tails away from the last boss, so then it didn't work anymore. <laughs> they also In, took rings away, which kind of pissed yeah. me off. What what I don't like is is how every Sonic game now you know what the last boss is now. What. It's always Sonic going supersonic, fighting Robotnik in space. That's no good. You know, it's it's they did it in advance. They did it in advance. They did in two. They did in three. They did it in three and Knuckles. They did it in advance. They did it in advance two. Is there an advance three? I don't think there is. There is an advance three, but I've never finished it. Uh-uh. Yeah, it has some sort of weird partnering system where it's kind of like Sonic and Knuckles teaming up, or Sonic and Tails teaming up, but. Anyone can team with anyone, and I just didn't get it. Oh, they made a Spider-Man game like that. Oh. Uh. Basically, Spider-Man teams up with all his villains to fight some... But I don't know. Uh, she knows what I'm talking about. No, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, actually, okay, no, no, she doesn't. But <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, I think I'm going to leave. Uh, Got to do something else for now. But uh, thanks for having me on the show. All right. Um, and uh, what other episodes are you planning besides Escaflone? I want to be an Escaflone. Neil, what do we have <laughs> next week? Oh, uh, God, I didn't really plan next week. Um, I don't know. Uh, I really have no idea. I'll let you pick. Let's see. Um, I'm going to actually go to the website and look at the... Uh, Upcoming yeah, episodes list we up- haven't updated in forever? Yeah. And update it? The schedule. Okay. Let's see how many of these we've done. Neil's top opening. Oh, we haven't done opening themes yet. I want to save that, though, for at least a couple more weeks. All right, well, we can save that. Oh, Lupin the Third and Detective Conan. Hmm. Conan. Whatever. <laughs> We're saving that. The Tick. God. I don't think I'm going to cancel the Godzilla episode. So you don't want to do Godzilla side by side? Well, we could we could do that, I suppose. Okay. A, we we keep pushing it aside and ignoring it. <laughs> well, I was waiting for JT to be open for it. Maybe we can maybe we can hold that off until like April Fool's Day or something. We do a Godzilla side by side and talk about the movie. Yeah, because it's not even a serious serious topic. It's it's so obvious that the newer one is better, even though it has no right to be. And we can do we can do about the Godzilla side by side of the movies, the original Gojira versus the matter of Matthew Broderick movie. Oh, that's not even fair either. Of course, the original movies are better. With Perry Mason. With per- even with Perry Mason. I love the 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 episode of Pinky and the Brain that they did that because they just kept on cutting back to Perry Mason saying, "Yes, I see." <laughs> Remember that? Yes. <laughs> and that made no sense to me as a child until I watched Godzilla, and they kept on coming back to Perry Mason. Yeah, it's it's really obvious that he's like not in the movie at all, and they're just <laughs> cutting to him. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was so stupid. Like whenever he talked to someone, he had to talk to him over the phone, or it's like an over-the-shoulder shot or something. Yes, I see. And that he actually said that like twenty times in in Godzilla. I love that that, that that's what they did. They just had Perry made just cut saying yes, I see. 
and then you watch the Japanese cut, and it's like a very somber movie. It's it's not only is it not like the the American Godzilla movie, it's not like any Godzilla movie. I am TFG One Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG One Podcast. Twenty four episodes covering the entire U.S. run of the nineteen eighty four Transformers cartoon. I also have a few supplemental episodes and an interview with Stan Bush. I bring in guest hosts who will be full-time co-hosts in Steve Megatron and fan of the show now co-host Pecan Court Michael. So check out the TFG1 podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transform and roll out. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. And we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding, kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. And we. Okay, seriously. This is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good. No. What about sports? That sounds good. Yeah, that's all right. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. Yes, I see. My God, that was shit. So how was the Sonic movie? Bring me Ken Pender's thing again. <laughs> the thing that didn't have a hedgehog in it. That was so much worse than I... I knew it was going to be bad, but that was so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's... Just so the listeners know, we we just watched the Sonic the Hedgehog fan movie the jail white one yeah, jaleel white also featuring doug walker stuttering craig and james rolf neil you have lost the right to defend james rolf i defend him on the basis that he's a nice guy not on the fact that he does shitty videos i mean this is as far as i'm concerned this is just par for the course this is this is the bogey on the course. He he did the Rob review. I think this is this is about on par with that. This is this is the level of when he introduced super ultra death metal Christ. Yep. And I love how Neil doesn't even defend it. Oh, you can't defend that. <laughs> the one that the, the the one that's a, just a two D image done in Photoshop that keeps on screaming fuckers. Yes. Oh my God! It's 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 just a whole bunch of stupid. I mean, I mean they're they're obviously aping off of Sadam. <laughs> and, I'm, and su- it, I'm surprised he didn't eat a chili dog. It's it, they also they also are aping off of Michael Bay something fierce. 
Oh yeah. I mean, because everything this, was exploding in this. I mean, he he ran into a tree. The tree exploded. It's this is this is a love letter to Sanam and Michael Bay. How can anyone sane who loves movies like this? How how can anyone sane who who enjoys the Sonic games like this? I mean, it's because it's that level of bullshittiness where. Where okay, you know what would have been even better than this is if they actually did something like they did for the spoof of Pac-Man movie, where it's they don't try to. <coughs> you saw that one, right, Neil? Uh, where Pac-Man is a guy in a yellow tracksuit wearing a motorcycle helmet. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and that works better than this. Wow. Versus he's a yellow sphere guy that runs around. I keep wanting to see like the the version of the Mario movie that that mock-up trailer portrayed from way back when this is terrible this is inexcusably bad it's just the, the fact that it has these internet critics showing up i mean doug walker you know pretty much sucked Sadam's cock already so it's no surprise that that he agreed to it but neil you brought something very interesting to me that isn't there like this thing against the you know channel awful and and the screwed attack um as far as what? Well, you know, Stuttering Craig was in the video as well, and oh yeah, the uh, because there are there are, uh, there's talent that goes from Screw Attack to Channel Awesome. God, I hate saying that. Um, yeah, it's like pretty much anyone who uh, who Screw Attack chewed up and spit out, it gets picked up and chewed again by uh, by Doug Walker. And I, as far as I know. Those two individuals have never appeared together anywhere, and I don't think they particularly like each other. Interesting, but that's actually more interesting than the trailer. Yeah. Barely, but it, it, this is bad. This is a level of bad that I haven't seen in a long time. And this is this is why most fan-created content pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, because mean. simply by liking something, you lose brain cells for that something. It's 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 weird it's for instance go ahead neil it's it's actually one of the worst fan projects i've ever seen yeah neil has played lots of custom roms i play like i, I play like translated roms i don't play a lot of custom roms <laughs> okay I, I just i just thought i was going to use a qualifier there that made like oh that does that is bad but this is this is bad this is like um, <sighs> there is uh there is a uh, there is a Star Trek uh, Continuing Voyages video series that was put online by Star Trek fans. They actually got uh, Walter Coyne to uh, show up in an episode. Walter Koenig? Yes. Pardon me. <laughs> he has a weird last name. He does. But but this is some of the worst Star Trek writing I've ever seen. Because the first episode is written like a fan fiction. Where it starts with Captain Kirk. He's not captain of the enterprise he's captain of this other ship because the enterprise was destroyed years ago we're in an alternate timeline already and so what happens is it, it's sort of like that that episode of dexter's lab written by a, an eight-year-old uh-huh where but it has real sets like reproductions of, of the tos bridge and everything but it's written like that like that where where basically they go to they go to uh, the plant where the, the gateway was from on city on the edge of forever the, the time travel gateway and they find out there's a starship-sized one. So they fly the starship. The, the Farragut was the name of the ship that looks just like the Enterprise, but it's the Farragut to show it's in a different timeline. They fly the Farragut through this 
starship-sized time gateway on the planet that wasn't in the original episode so they could travel back in time and rescue Captain Pike on the Enterprise while they're fighting the Doomsday Machine that's shaped like the Cornucopia. And then while they're fighting, another time gateway goes up, it opens up, and then the Enterprise A shows up with Admiral Kirk commanding it. it, it this is the most... This, you know... This is why I hate fan projects. <laughs> need I explain this? No, you don't need to explain it. It's just wakery on top of wakery, and it's like you go into a six-year-old kid's bedroom while he's masturbating, and it's less wakery than this bullshit. Wow. It's 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 like oh my god! It, it's like when I was playing goddamn Wing Commander Saga, the fan-made Wing Commander game that has amazingly good gameplay. But it has this horrible, horrible writing because they actually introduced like this flight commander who's named Dr. House and they actually lifted dialogue from the TV show House. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you worked this hard to build this fan made game engine that's actually decent. And then you had to spoil it with this wakery fucking writing. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why can't you just like something? <laughs> My God, I haven't ran it like this in five years. <laughs> <sighs> okay. You haven't heard one like that before in a while, have you? No. It, it's in the Sonic movies, the same with that bullshit. It's, it's, it's like the, the thing is this, if they were doing it and they weren't serious about it, I'd be okay with it. He's like, Oh, okay. They're just playing with it, but you can tell they're serious. Mm -hmm. It, but it's just, uh, it's like I sent Neil the trailer to the Pac-Man movie. And Neil, watch it. I saw it. And see, that's what I mean. It's like you know they they know this isn't serious. There, there is no there is no concept of this being like an, an honorary homage to to Pac-Man. This is this is a we're a bunch of idiots having fun, and that seems to make it better. Yeah, it, but in this movie, see they see they CGI'd Sonic the Hedgehog. And, and, they did, and, and it looks like shit. Yeah, it, it looks pretty close to the to the actual model, but it looks like crap. Because I mean, they, they tried to animate individual quills. Yeah, they gave them quills, and oh, God, they did stuff that they shouldn't have done, such as trying to move the camera while the, while the camera is on Sonic. And he's standing on the ground, and you see that they can't even keep him, like, firmly in the same spot like he's he's scrolling at a different rate that the background is scrolling it breaks the animation it, it and also the, the the lighting effect is terrible yeah it's inconsistent it, it's 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 the the fact of the, of, of the matter is you can tell they spent some money but you, you can also tell that they spent the wrong kind of money yeah They'd be better off with J.L. White wearing a hoodie that has quills sewn on them running around. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I would rather watch that. I would rather watch the, the original cut of Star Wars Episode One, where they had What's-His-Name dressed up as Jar Jar Binks <laughs> interacting <laughs> with the actors. That would also be a hilarious movie that needs to be seen. Like I said, it's it, this is just I, I have always hated the fan winkery projects. Like Neil, I'm going to make you watch Star Star Trek: The New Voyages because you have to see that first episode to understand what I mean. 
it, it goes off the tangents. It, it's like, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this. It's like, no! Star Trek never was that ADD. Star Trek picked one plot and went with it. It didn't go into five plots in one episode. Well, again, that's people who who write with an agenda. They're, they have like a like a checklist of all the things they want to talk to. Like, oh, I want this character to make out with this character. And then I want to patch up this continuity error from a different episode. Then I want to do this. And they and they try to shoehorn this all into like one project. And what you end up with is this complete nonsense of a storyline. That's why I hate the, the timeline apologists for pretty much any, any show you can think of. It. The way they completely warp the way storytelling is meant to be told. I, like I said, it's it, it infuriates me because it seems no matter where I go, the people who take it too seriously take it to a point that's just insane. It, it's just, and the people I'm okay with are the people who know they're not making gold, who know that they are making the lowest of the low, and they're okay with that. Like uh, one of my favorite Star Wars fan films is Troops mm-hmm. because they, they're just having fun in the middle of the desert. Nowhere during troops are they taking it seriously. Come on, Aunt Beru and, and Uncle Owen die because of a domestic dispute where uh, where Aunt Beru goes crazy. Really? <laughs> that I'm okay with. Versus versus like you know the Boba Fett shit. Oh my god, the wankery with Boba Fett. It's almost as bad as the wankery for Song. I mean, I, I just don't understand it. It's the 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 worst part of it is 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 they're trying to say Robotnik took. Took over the world, a la Saddam, and and he's divided the world into zones. <laughs> God, where's a cease and desist when you need one? Well, Sega's actually giving them out now. Yeah, it's like, come on, Sega, you're, you're shutting down Shining Force Three on YouTube for no reason, and you let this slide. Come on. I think they're too busy fighting Ken Penders, the true and original creator of... No, they're too busy taking down Shining Force videos on YouTube, which is fucking stupid. Well, they are actually in a lawsuit with Ken Penders right now. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the true and original creator of, of Luckles. I just... <sighs> this is just... Ugh. Oh, my God. I, I, I just... I can't believe that rant I gave. Oh, my God. It's... And the thing is, the fan, to the fans... I know it's hard not seeing something of the thing you love for so long, but you don't support anything that comes out that's even remotely related to it. You have to have standards. <laughs> it, you have to have standards. I mean, this is if you let it go, this is all your fault. If you, if you if you go and see this 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 shitty song movie and say good job on effort, this is all your fault. If you <laughs> If if you are like, well, that Dragon Ball Z Saiyan Saga trailer looks good, this is all your fault. Sometimes you don't give it any forever. What is this fucking kindergarten? No, if it looks like shit, it looks like shit. If it looks like shit shot on a good camera, it's still shit. It's just high definition shit. <laughs> it's I just I don't I just don't get it. What is the fan mentality of support anything? I don't know. But that annoys you, doesn't it? A bit, yeah. I mean, and so, and it, it creates sub-factions. I mean, this this is this is a Sonic that... And, and let's talk about the, the problem with the, this Sonic. You know, they're trying to keep this this whole attitude of of this is the Saddam Sonic attitude. I mean, this is obviously the modern design. 
but the way they designed his dialogue and all that, this is this is pure the Saturday morning dialogue and shit. You know, when he says way past cool and all this shit. Yeah. And see, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of replaying Sonic Generations right now, so. And I got to say that uh, that I never got this trying too hard feeling from modern Sonic in that game. You know, he, he, he felt more exasperated by the situation than, you know, way back past cool and all this bullshit. Yeah. I noticed one thing is they gave him the classic Sonic moves. I, there, there was no homing attack in this movie. I have a feeling this is made by classic Sonic guy too, who the only 3d model they could find was the, uh, the modern one. And they put some quills on it. And let me just tell you as a man who has owned hedgehog pets in the past, you either go for stylized or realistic. You, you, there is no in between. There is no middle. Like a, a hedgehog is a hedgehog. And the hedgehog that showed up in Simon's Cat is a better rendition of a hedgehog than this one. But that's not very fair to say because the animators on Simon's Cat is actually a very skilled animator. It, it's just, this is just so bafflingly bad. This is, this is a, this is a fail. This is, this is a fail that is, I mean, I don't understand how they got these internet nobodies on there. I mean, what was what was this? Was this their secret 50-year reunion video or something? Well, no, because they didn't have a big fight at the end. And, and see, the thing that that gets me is 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 you know, there's a certain order of the thing in Sonic, and and at the end you have Sonic running off on the loop the loops in the Green Hill Zone. Neil, I I saw it. <laughs> I I want I want to hear you say a goddamn it or something. I, I'm just exasperated by that. So, so yeah, Sonic is uh, running on the the loop de loops on the Green Hill Zone. Surprised Fest didn't somehow get his find his way into this project. I think he was too busy sandbagging. <laughs> but this is this is just one of these really weird things of seeing. It's it's like <sighs> it's like. Why is why does this exist? <laughs> this is like this is imagine. Okay, here's a good example. There was a movie called uh, New Year's Eve that had all these big stars in it, and no one went to see. Yeah, it's a 2011 came down came out December 2011. It has Ashton Kutcher, Michelle Pfeiffer, Liam M- Mitchell, uh, Catherine Heigl, like lots of things you know, but no one saw this movie. Sounds a bit like Town and Country. But every generation has this movie that has all these actually good actors in it, and no one's seen it because it's shit. It's just how can how can people let this be made? Was there a Kickstarter for this? I don't, I don't think so. Oh my god, I hope not. I mean, this, I mean, a Kickstarter to make a movie about someone else's licensed property. That that would be an injustice, wouldn't it? It's just this is how can fans do this? I know how can fans can make it, but how can fans support this? And what's really funny is I made a, I put a comment in it. Yeah. And my comment immediately like vanished because there was like 200 comments a second. Oh yeah, I I turned on like like real time comments and the the page just went crazy. I mean I had to like close the window because I couldn't. 
I tried to scroll and and like the, the the comments coming in like kept fucking up the page. Like, oh fuck this. It's like it was like you it was like playing a sonic level. Yeah. Having to make sure you're scrolling fast enough. My God. This is this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> and I saw I saw Carnage and C minor. No ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I just I understand. You can like things. You can be a fan of things. But but listen, children, if if you want to make a fan project, don't do it so goddamn seriously. Don't do it so winkery. Do it you know, do it with restraint. And for God's sakes, don't do it with CG. Yeah, I mean, we we watched a movie last year that had a giant possum in it, a person in a possum costume, and that looked much better than this. I know. Like I said, I would have rather seen Jael White wearing a blue hoodie with quills. Actually, GameStop sold a Sonic hat. I actually own a version of it because I worked at GameStop. Corporate, that is. So, you know, you have to wonder if they had more budget, would, would, I, I hate to even suggest this, but would uh, Sally have been in this or Bunny Rabbit or? Rabot. Yeah, Rabot. Here you go, Neil. Sally Acorn. Goddamn Sally Acorn. I mean, they, they barely got knuckles in there. I mean, and you had to believe, you have to believe it, it was either uh, Tails or Knuckles. They're like, well, let's go with Knuckles. Because he's edgy. He's 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 like Vegeta. Hmm. But yeah, like I said, I would have rather seen Jael White work this. <laughs> and now, Neil? Yeah. You have to shop it. Photoshop that onto Jaleel White's head? Yes! How can this exist? There are terrible people out there. I mean, time and money was spent on this. Yes, it was. This is abuse of time and money. When you heard about this project, did you know that all these little cows were going to show up in it? I had a feeling a couple of them would. I was I was half expecting Juario to show up. I let me just say again that that is a horrible name. I know it's like it's like the one thing that Retroware TV has, where it's just like, dude, guys, why? Come on, <laughs> everything else is good. You know, Joey Rue's good. Yeah, the 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 game historian's good. Why do you have Juario? <laughs> Why is it called Juario? Because he dresses up like Wario and he's a Jew, apparently. <laughs> there goes the brain. <laughs> that's no. That that, that that's no no. It, it's it's like if Channel Awful had a contest of come up with the worst internet gaming internet review persona ever. It, it's like Juario was a submission for that. It's like, and how offensive can you be? I eat matzo ball soup while reviewing. <laughs> and then the gaming rapist comes in. How offensive can you be? My opening show shows me sneaking into a bathroom after a woman with a pantyhose on my face. I play video games while I'm eating a knish. <laughs> what do you call this a bagel? <laughs> Highway or city mileage? <laughs> Are we sure we can't get down to 11.5? 
Yeah, that's 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 my only Jew voice. I can do Jackie Mason, but only kind of. What's really funny, Neil, is how the uh, how that South by Southwest Super Mario trailer was really good because it's like they they knew what their strengths were and they're like go go go. Yeah. And the Mario Warfare was so bad because it's the same shit as the Sonic thing. Yeah. What do you think of the badass Toad? It was ridiculous. The thing is, by the time I understood what some of the jokes were, they just kept going like way too long. I'm like, and then Bill. Like, yeah, he goes. And, and, you, and, you go, and you go, oh, that's full of Bill. Yeah, and I already got the joke, and it just stayed on the screen. I'm like, okay, let's move on to the next joke. Uh, what I love is they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh they're going to do your princess and other. And I'm like, no, they aren't. Because <laughs> you actually sound excited for a second. Because that, that, that's something I would have thrown in. It would have been like, them, they got they got Toad tied to a chair. They're like, "Where's the princess?" And in, and he's like, "The princess is in another castle." <laughs> what do you think of the king? I don't know. The king was kind of over the top. The, the everything was kind of over the top. It's like, shh, we're in Donkey Kong Country. Did that make you throw up in your mouth a little? <laughs> throw up a little, yeah. <laughs> I have a theory that there are three types of video game fans that that take themselves way too seriously. Sonic fans, Donkey Kong fans, and Earthbound fans. And of the three, Earthbound fans are the ones that are most entitled to their over-the-top fandom. That's the thing Eric was telling, t- saying to me. I didn't know Sonic was still a thing. Oh, yeah. And he, he keeps on insisting the furries aren't as bad as I say they are. It's like he doesn't he doesn't see the sexual thing. I can't really put my finger on it, but there's... There's a difference between the furry dumb and someone who draws like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, because Bugs Bunny is It's has, not a furry. Yeah, it's a completely different theory of doing an anthropomorphic character. It's he's he's designed specifically to be amusing to look at, whereas a, a furry I think that's what it is. You know, Bugs Bunny is designed to be funny. A furry and then, character and then is, is designed to have breasts. Yeah, a furry character is designed to look human but with an animal face. And breasts. Yeah, and breasts. And it might not even be sexualized breasts, but they're still breasts, and they're still there. And and, and like Sally Acorn's design, even though the cartoons had breasts. Yeah. It makes you go, why does this chipmunk have breasts? Yeah, it's kind of like your your comparison where it's like, you know, here's here's the Sonic cartoon characters, and here are the video game characters. And look how it's a completely different theory of character design. Yeah, the, the video game characters don't have secondary sexual anything. No. Like, Amy Rose doesn't have breasts. Yeah, Amy Rose is not sexualized at all. It's just a pink hedgehog in a dress. Although, I'm sure Anita Sarkeesian would have something to say about that. She has, a, she has a big hammer. Yes. Not to mention the fact that at the end of Song Generation, she, she, she smacks Knuckles clear into a tree. <laughs> so they're implying she's unnaturally strong. And if and if Sarkeesian wants to argue, oh, Sonic had to rescue Amy. Sonic rescued everybody. Yeah. I mean, he had to rescue freaking Knuckles, and Knuckles was like his friend slash rival, whatever. At that point. Oh well. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go to bed now, Neil. Okay. All right. Good night. Good night.